Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, joined today by the vivacious Pia Silva. Pia, g'day. Welcome. Thanks for coming to the show. Where are you hanging out? I'm hanging out in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Wow, that is perfect for the title of this interview, which is how to badass your creative business and just yeah. because Brooklyn somehow <laughs> goes with badass, I think. So Pia very those, authentic. Pia is sprinkled around the internet like confetti at a wedding. And the reason <laughs> the reason is that she's incredibly active social media wise, but also with public speaking. She's been featured in NSNBC's Your Business, Entrepreneur on Fire, which is one of the world's biggest business podcasts. You Gurus, Million Dollar Woman Summit. She's also, in addition to being her having her own business and being an entrepreneur in her own right, she's a speaker, the author of Badass Your Brand. She helps businesses badass their brand. And forgive my Australian accent when I say badass. I like it. <laughs> so what, what, is, what is badassing your brand all about? It's all about getting your brand and scaling your business to the point where you have freedom from the profit. Aha. So with that in mind, with that context, Pia, we're going to have seven minutes. You're going to tell everyone how to badass your creative business in just seven minutes. Your time starts now. Who is your ideal client? That's question number one. One to three person creative service businesses who are super badass at what they do. Perfect. Succinct two. Six and three quarter minutes left. (laughs) Question number two, what's the problem you solve for them? Generic, unprofitable business overworked, underpaid, always looking for clients because they're so generic and they just fade into a sea of sameness. So brilliant at what they do. Very creative. Probably don't like the word sales particularly. So you're going to take their 10 out of 10 service and transform it because currently their marketing is two out of 10. Yeah. And it's a combination of making their marketing great and also their business. They go hand in hand. Okay. So not just the marketing. Mm-mm. Brings us to question number three, six minutes left. What are the typical symptoms? You've got this head of the small creative agency. They are brilliant at what they do, but they're not growing the revenue. They're not building a business. So what are they feeling? What are they thinking? What are they experiencing? Their symptoms of needing your service. Well, they are frustrated that they are so good at what they do and their clients are so happy and yet they are working all the time and they're not making enough money. They're always pitching for work and they're not always winning it. Mm. All their projects go out of scope. They never end on time. They never feel like they're getting paid enough. They can't charge what they need to make sense and they never know where their next client is coming from. Wow. Okay. It's a lot of bad stuff. That is a lot of of stuff that needs fixing. So technically you bring in the business growth structures and methods, et cetera. Crude way of putting it, it's a lot more sophisticated than that I understand, I'm sure. But tell me this then, question four, five minutes left. You've got this head of a creative agency, brilliant what they do, but not growing, building a business, developing, et cetera. They're going to try stuff. I mean, these are smart people. But a lot of things they're going to try before they find you are going to be mistakes. So what are some of the common mistakes that you find that your ideal clients have made before they get to your solution? So many. They Mm. are often casting a wide net. So I need more clients. So I'm going to try to work with everyone. I'm going to bend myself to try to pitch to every potential project. I need more clients and more revenue. I'm going to offer lots of services. Here's a menu of services. I can do whatever you want. Here, pick off my menu of services. 
because of either of these things, they don't own anything. So they are not owning whatever it is that makes them so badass. Instead, they're trying to be whatever they think their potential clients want them to be, which is why they're so generic and so lost in a sea of sameness. Okay. And do they sometimes try to think, fix it with lower prices? They will negotiate. They often charge based on hours, Mm. which is a big mistake in my Mm. book. Every project is custom. They think that custom is how you make money. I say that standardization is how you make money and process is how you make money. So those are some very common mistakes. Right. And there can be a lot of creativity within the framework of standardization. So the, work like, is, the work is custom, but the right, process right. is standard. Yes. Right. So they still get to express themselves. Question number five, just over three minutes left. What I'm after with this one is one valuable free action that someone listening or watching this can take. It's not going to solve the whole problem, but it'll take it a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Give listeners a tip that's going to help them move forward. Sure. I would say... Look at where you provide the most value and what you love to do most and look at all your past clients and pick out the ones that have been most successful Mm. and see if you can focus wherever that all intersects because that's where you should start looking to focus and niche. Brilliant. Yes, success leaves clues. So look at the past. Mm. Question number six, two and a half minutes left. Heaps of time. What is one valuable resource that we could direct people to that's going to help them even more? So I built a small free mini course called Price to Freedom because the pricing is so important in all of this. It's at piasilva.com backslash badass. And basically you just plug in a couple of numbers and it will spit out the price that you need to be charging if you want to have a profitable business that also gives you freedom in your life and gives you enough time to do the business development and marketing that you need to do in order to build a badass reputation. That because it's on pricing, that one resource could be literally worth hundreds of thousands of dollars to someone. So Pia Silva, P I A S I L V A dot com forward slash B A D A double S because I'm a gentleman, I can't say the word. <laughs> Question number seven, 90 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you, but I didn't? And the answer, please. Uh, this was a tough one. Well, what's the most important part of having a badass brand and a badass business? I guess that would be a good question. So, Pia, what is the most important part of having a badass brand and a badass business? Having the guts to go all the way right. with what you're all about and what your focus is. And I don't mean just putting it on your homepage and saying it. I mean, being it with all of your being and in everything that you do. And that takes guts. I am loving that. My soul is reaching out on that one. Pia, as is custom with your overachievement, you've finished with a great aplomb, give 40 seconds spare. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a digital chocolate fish. How's that? All right. Thanks so much for, for being on the show, but also, being a badass and delivering great value. Thank you so much, Tom. Cheers. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.